on the Spencer's the Pez, Goking out at the cons, Renaissance Fest, Watch anime chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a Trekkie, <laughs> sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the left to F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a. Listen up, fanboy, it's the Fanboy Planet Podcast. Yeah! With your ever ever present host, uh, the right, irredeemable Lon Lopez. All right, uh, how's it going, everybody? Guys, hey, I'm guys, thanks for asking. Guys, what? guys, I'm, what? who's that guy? I'm, I'm back. I'm, huh? I've been sitting at this it's end of the Derek. table for. Who, who are you? Uh, who are you? No guests. No guests allowed. Please. Step away from the table, sir. Uh, I thought this I, was. We usually much an save open that thing. seat for the editor, but uh, right. Draw um, McGraw. Oh, uh, when, when? Oh, when did you shave? That's. I didn't even recognize you there. How you doing? What, what are good. we talking about? I'm good. Okay. I'm We're good. saying hello, Derek. Uh, oh, oh, Derek. For, uh, this is awkward. Thanks um, for, uh, it's not the most awkward position uh, we've been in. Yeah, hi. Thanks. Um, Stealing from B-movies. So last week, actually, we extinguished your fire. and uh, The tribe had spoken. You're not allowed to oh. to edit well, things. <laughs> is that a conch shell I see? <laughs> Just happy to see you. I have the conch. Um, well, it's nice to be back. All right, Thanks there, Sparky, start welcome. the show. All right, well, hey, if you're the this editor, is, do this, this thing. This is Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com. I'm sorry I've been gone for so long. I promise it won't happen. No, I, I can't make that promise. But yeah, whatever, okay. Superman 2. <laughs> we, we did okay without you, buddy. Okay. Were you don't, there? I was here once. <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't you worry about it, Cougar. Anyway, I'm so glad to be reunited with... My best friends in the whole wide world, which does speak to how sad and pathetic my life has become. True. Uh, of or course. Was. Uh, of course. My, Don't bring down the show. My unshaven new father friend. Oh, that's me. I'm unshaven. New <laughs> father friend. <laughs> well, he's a new father. I, I am a new father. I have two children, and I'm Michael Goodson. Yes, and of course... I'm the bad mother. The man who apparently... Lon Lopez! Oh, I thought it was by men. And, oh, okay. Uh, that uh, you carried on in my absence. Thank you. And of course, the man who's the rock, the one who's held this all together all through. Dwayne Johnson? Yeah, I'm working on that. Oh. I smell what he's cooking. Rick mm. Brett Snyder. <laughs> okay. Pancakes! Well, we're back. So we've got comics news, movies news, and TV news. And of course, uh, you guys... Uh, I, got a, I got a weird game thing that I forgot to mention. Did you catch this? That Tops has shut down WizKids. No. Uh, no. Which is, so no one quite so knows there's, They're not allowing any smart kids they're to hero clicks, go around right? anymore? Hero clicks. Everything oh, else the is games. shut. Everything else is shut down. There's, and this is just weird to me. Like, they're, like, I guess because of the economy, they are pulling back to New York to focus on their... Uh, they have a new front on Staten well, Island. Well, no, because WizKids was out of uh, Seattle. Yeah. So, uh, so, they've got, so they're going to focus on their... Sp- their sports cards and uh, I guess some other licenses that Tops itself had made, and they're trying to figure out what they're going to do with HeroClix, the only viable game they believe at this time through uh, mm. the, through the WizKids brand. So who knows? This could mean um, the end Hero of HeroClix. Clicks? HeroClix is over. What about Zombie Clicks and Mecha Clicks and not as popular? Clicks. Twiki Clicks. No, not really as popular. It has yeah. been the HeroClix was the was mm. the one that, that Horror that Clicks. Really horror Clicks. Yeah. Uh, or, although I think their fan base has probably grown up and moved on by now, hasn't it? Or uh, yeah, they've all discovered girls. Right, Sometimes right. people we did don't and we're still grow here. Up. Oh, okay. Shut up. 
<laughs> Sorry. Thank you, Rick. That was the voice of reason. So I just thought I'd, I'd throw that out there because it wow. was interesting and affects comics news. And I, we don't know. It would be a story interesting to watch for the next few weeks, especially in time for Christmas. They said they're still going to uh, uh, observe all the like the buy the brick program things for right. the, for the last for the next the last couple. Yeah, of they sets had a thing where had. if you bought a, a whole brick, which is a bunch of start uh, boosters, then you could qualify for buying. It was like this stacked ranking thing where you could mm-hmm. buy these limited. Yeah, can figures. just for the the dumb at home and myself included, mm-hmm. just can you give us just a brief like one sentence? What is Hero Clicks again? I can do that. Okay, break it on down, Daddy. So basically, when you play miniatures games, a lot of times you have tons and tons of paper at the side of the table, uh-huh. which references all the little figures you have it on the table. Mm-hmm. It gets really confusing. So it's like a role-playing game, like a Dungeons yeah. & Dragons? Well, it's more miniatures games. Oh, so you, okay. you, like, I might control 50 guys out there or whatever. Okay. But you know, Heroclix, the innovation was at the base, it had the numerics for that figure, and as they took hits, you'd twist the, twist the oh, dial. Oh, you could adjust the actual and thing. Their, their their stats would go down was as they became fun, more man. damaged. We actually, uh, and a weakened Superman might gain strength. We might gain some other ability. Yeah. And we played we played for quite a while. When Hulk got hurt, he not got in, Not correctly, but yeah. it was good, yeah. Well, I mean, we played <laughs> the death games. They had like these time things, and we were, you know. And I had a problem with it because I was too obsessed with actual continuity. Sure. Yeah. Characters. Mm. Swamp Thing can't do – oh, I'm dead. Mm. <laughs> so had that little problem. But but as uh, the game progressed, as the series of figures were released, their, their sculpting got better. The yeah. the creativity involved was great. You know, So there's also that strength of being like little tiny action figures so you can just have for display on your desk or something. Mm. So like I have a really cool um, Shazam. With with the lightning, uh, I believe his name is Captain Marvel. But the the figure celestials. Yeah, okay, whatever. Ant Man reading a newspaper. Not Ant Man. Ambush bug. Ambush bug. <laughs> Sorry. Ambush bug. Ambush bug. You of all people. I know. I got my I me. got my A's backwards. I abjure you. Sorry. Huh? So anyway, I don't. I can't so do we'll jury duty. So start hoarding your hero clicks, people. Okay, so. absolutely. There's a hero click uh, shortage. Is that the, there might be? There might be. We just don't know. We just don't know. Everyone should panic in the streets. Or start carving your own. Out of little There's pieces of wood. There's that too. Uh, so we've got uh, let's let's turn to comics news then, since we're talking about comic book heroes. Um, I've been sort of out of it and not caught up with things. Uh, why? I, why? You're the I, Zorlac. Because I've been in a play and I'm catching up slowly. Oh. What's what's the play you're doing? Greater Tuna. Oh, where's that playing at? At the Palo Alto Players, the Lucy Stern Theater in Palo Alto, California. You guys got like a website or anything? Paplayers.org. Oh, right. How long's it going? Thank, two thanks more for weekends. catching me up. Yeah. Two more weekends. You come and see that. Yeah. Nice. Maybe, yeah. Maybe there's yeah. some fanboys out there that would like to go check it out. That'd be nice. Yeah. Maybe we can do a Fanboy Planet uh, field trip. I saw it and it was fun. You said actually, it was good. Actually, yeah. uh, <laughs> at the yeah, it you, was good fun. But you, you looked to Derek. You were for not prompting. actually raving about that. Thanks. Mm. Uh, but uh, but uh, actually Saturday night, uh, this guy guy came up and said to to my co co star that he was like one of his characters was like out of an EC comic book and. So he turned to me and said, "You will explain that to me later, right?" <laughs> and so I did. But you know, so hopefully we'll get a new customer out of it because I was telling the guy about elusive and coming by. So I liked it better than Christmas Twist. Okay, you know, I, I, I stalker. <laughs> but anyway, it's not no. All right, this you know, he is the, out of the he podcast, is the best looking stalker I've had, <laughs> mm. uh, and right. I do mean that as a compliment. Thank you. Um, so let's talk about comics, shall we? Sure. Um, All right. You know, and I've caught up with some of the things that were last week, like Phil Noto has done the Superman Supergirl miniseries. I'm trying to keep keep up with Final Crisis, which uh, I walked in tonight and Michael said, I'm done. 
Mm. Uh, so with Final Ray Crisis, Romano was here. Yes, <laughs> just now. Uh, although I, I did you read the Final Crisis? Resist the with Mr. Yet. Trivia going to cover. Kind of interesting. Which it, is that the one you wrote up on the website? Yeah, yeah so I read pl- your so, the way you wrote it up makes it sound epic. Is it really that epic? Pretty much. Dang. Pretty much. Check that out. Greg Rucker wrote it. And a little racy. Uh, uh, yes, because apparently I had never really put it together that Cheetah, the Cheetah, had gained her powers by worshiping a goddess of fertility. Mm-hmm. Snapper Carr had never put it together either. <laughs> but in this oh, issue, Snapper, he does. Okay, <laughs> so, um, but but Goes I was right to the top of the. But what I like, what I liked Stack. about it was I actually like believed because of the of the twist they that they that Rucka put into uh, to allow to fight back against the forces of apocalypse was like. You, you've had this plan for like four or five years. Wow, I might believe there really is a plan for where you're going. <laughs> I might believe this because it's like, oh well, my god! Give gosh, us a run now. What happens? I don't. I mean, I, I'm not even keeping I, up with the whole story. Can you do it without spoiling it? Or I don't think so. Okay, because it's a. But basically, like, what's we'll, the main we'll the main we'll, clash? We'll it's, eventually do a recap of of the final. Uh, crisis. Yeah, I mean, well, the basic premise is I mean, that well, we're trying to sell books here. People. All of humanity, all of Earth, has been subjugated by the fourth by the fourth world by the by the gods of apocalypse and the anti life equation. So most of the superheroes have been taken over. There are a few. Uh, through being when you say but, taken over, like possessed or possessed. something, okay. they, some have been given helmets, some have just apparently been hypnotized. Mind helmets, yeah. Well, I can't. I don't think they can decide. I don't think DC can decide if it is through a through mechanical means or if it is since it's an equation. You would think it's just slightly altering the fundamental way that humanity thinks. So uh, if you read this equation, you get possessed. Yeah, basically. And wow. you, you were a follower of Dark so all those Side. people who said math was dumb and right. was not going to do anything. Uh-huh. And then they, they were the and, smarts ones in and, class. Yeah. So you, buddy, you are <laughs> you are about to all our like hopes the, rest like on the you. Fall prey yes. to the anti-life equation. Yeah, actually, a lot like that. And so you're left with Mr. Sad Terrific, days. the Thinker, Snapper Car, and I can't remember who the other. Well, the Cheetah comes in because she's Terrific, resisted all along. I said Mr. The Terrific. Thinker. Uh, the the uh, computer construct that has been part of Checkmate for a while. He was a villain. From okay, the DC I, don't, Universe. I don't read Checkmate. There, well, there's a thinker on in both DC and and Marvel, and I think they both had the same thing happen to them. Was that they both became just computer Computers. programs, basically? Okay, so, like Jarvis. So the yeah, so the thinker kind of got reprogrammed and has become has been a serving Checkmate. So Mister Trivia's been running everything from an Arctic uh, base that they've managed to hold off against the. Uh, Crystalline spires. And no, no, it doesn't. No. Not the Fortress of Solitude, because I think the Fortress of Solitude got compromised too. So okay. this just oh. this last little thing, and it was just it, it's it, nothing sacred. But they used Sasha Bordeaux, who was that character long ago. Batman like when woman, Bruce right? went, yeah, that became infected by the OMAC virus, and so she's ran half checkmate uh, for a while. ran checkmate for a while. So it's all like wow, all these pieces the puzzle had been there for a long time so i you know i thought it was pretty impressive the other grant morrison final crisis submit i think was the other one wasn't as good it was the, with black lightning and it was like eh, okay but so then, is this like heroes and villains teaming up kind of end of the world kind of because it is the end of the world wow it, and and that is what where it's going to be from you know after final but this crisis. isn't in final crisis this isn't a separate book right Right, it's in. It's called Final Crisis. Resist. Ah, then okay. Final Crisis, which is a little bit delayed, as I guess Secret Invasion is a little bit delayed as well. So wait, so if if we were up on the Final Crisis books, would we know the story of what's happening so we'd, far? We'd have been. We would have been brought to that point. Yes. Okay. And they're in what three, four issues now, or yeah, how four many? Issues, they, okay. Four issues, and they had a month. Take, they had planned to take a month off, and now I think it's getting longer because they had to replace artists because mm. of 
J.G. Jones having issues. So, so anyways, uh, the, well, that's that's legit so it's, news. So it's getting good. He, then he's got issues. Okay. He's got issues. So I thought that that was good, and we'll see what happens when it comes when the actual Final Crisis book resumes. How was the uh, Meltzer one? The uh, Last Will and Testament. Yeah. Um, I don't think it, it needed to be a tie-in to Final Crisis. I thought it was good. Is that the Manhunter one? Uh, no, it was, it was uh, Geoforce. Oh, okay. Because what it was was actually Versus if Deathstroke. he if he if they had found a way in his schedule, I should say, say uh, uh, to keep him up on Justice League a little longer, this was a plot line he was going to pursue in Justice League. Ah. So he found a way to sort of frame it within the reasons. Did you it. did you finish the Rogues? Uh, the Rogues Revenge. That was great. Rogues Revenge was awesome. Yeah, that was a really good book. Like. I haven't been reading The Final Crisis just because it got way too confusing. It's like I have to let you explain Final Crisis to me for me to enjoy it. So mm-hmm. okay. I'd rather just not read it and just have you we'll tell have me. We'll have dinner some night. No, yeah. let's just like lay by <laughs> the table. Whole- me. We should do a whole episode of things where Derek explains. So I think we could all ask him questions because I had one this evening. Oh, that's, okay. that's actually how Derek and I became friends. Is it? That really is, yeah. <laughs> we should yeah. just have Derek's campfire comics and you yeah. just kind of read okay. comics to us. And okay. just tell yeah. uh, so, and so I'm going to move over to Goodson because the, because DC also has another uh, kind of crossover going on quietly while we've got all this with Final Crisis. Jeff Johns and Alex Ross are doing an official sequel to Kingdom Come. What? In Justice Society of America, which is actually explain, doing a better job of explaining what's gone on with the multiverse than Final Crisis has, which I don't know if that was really Final Crisis's mandate or not. Is it a sequel to Kingdom Come or like a continuation? Well, in, just, in Justice Society of America, the, the Kingdom Come Superman... Oh, he's like a pivotal character now or something, right? right like right. at the cl- at the climactic battle, he'd been pulled out just before the Earth, uh, you know, before the last battle of Kingdom Come, and he, so he was working to make sure that the events of Kingdom Come didn't happen on New Earth. Mm-hmm. Now, this week came out a Kingdom Come Superman. Did Alex Ross write and draw it? Or right, what? wrote and draw it. Wrote and, and drew, drew it. it. Yes. Wrote, okay, um, and it, it, he didn't it, paint it though, did he? Is it painted? I think, I think it's all Alex Ross. Oh, wow. Alex oh, okay. Ross. So Michael had a chance to read it. I, I did not. So Yeah, yeah it, it, it largely details uh, this issue. There's Written and illustrated by Alex Ross. Okay. It, it's only a one-shot, but there's a follow-up one-shot one shot. leading into three, a series, there are The three, Kingdom. There are three one-shots that are going to – The Kingdom is going to play out in Justice Society of America. Okay. It's just beautiful. Yeah, it was good. I mean, it, it was everything you loved about The Kingdom. Uh <laughs> Some of it is rehash. Actually, the uh, Kingdom Come Superman goes to look for uh, the the preacher, the narrator from Kingdom Come. Oh, Reverend Nor- Norman McKay. Right. So he goes to find the current Earth version of that guy. Oh, okay. To seek some guidance and uh, okay, uh, and and also to- retells perhaps in more detail how his version of Lois died. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So. Which was only glossed over, honestly, in the original Kingdom Come. It was only glossed over why Superman had retired from public life. Here, the, that, I, I, that, that part of the story is like you know six pages in this. Yeah, it's only yeah. two two panels. Yeah, but that part Kingdom I thought Kingdom. was very. It was told very well, though. I thought. Yeah, yeah. Well, now it's a little expanded. I mean, and Justice Society of America has been wrestling with the question: This Gog, who was actually part of the Third World, the gods before left over, uh, the gods before the new gods. Uh-huh. And Gog has been revived, and, and the Justice Society is basically facing this question of, well, now you have this guy who really does claim that he's got humanity's best interests at heart, but he is taking away choice. He's fixing things like he's gone into Africa and he's solved famine and he's brought did he you know, bless the rain fertile earth. 
blessed the rains, absolutely. Down in Africa? Cured all the problems, like damage had uh, been scarred. Right. Uh, you know, right. And now he, he took, took the scar- scars off of damage. And he turned one character they had who was, which I thought was kind of weird. They tied in with like a real-life character, like the great-grandson of Franklin Delano Roosevelt mm. had had a superpower. <laughs> and so the Justice Society pulled him in, and that's who becomes Magog, who was the character that Ooh. was the sort of the Image Comics ripoff in Kingdom Come that caused Superman to really why away. you gotta why you gotta put it on Image? You know because what I mean? Because that was really um, it's well documented that that's why. Lon, sorry to sorry I'm to uh, just you know sticking up for Eric Larson in case you ever want to be on a sorry show. to obfuscate your opinion with facts. Okay, I'm just I'm just you trying know, to keep it real. I don't. That's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah, okay. You neocon, mm-hmm. neocon comic fan. Uh, so, anyway, so we've got that. It is. We've got uh, that tie-in, and you you'd give that a thumbs up. You enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, I, I paid <laughs> I paid cash for it. Sure, <laughs> you paid cash, and I don't regret it. Now, were you a fan good. of? It'll fr- go right next to my Kingdom Come hardback. And so you're a big fan of Kingdom Come, though, right? Yes. Does it add or take away anything from the original story, or? They've done a few of these where they've spun out extra stories out of Kingdom Come, mm-hmm. and they're all not as good as the original. But mm. this one kind of lives d- up. Decent to it. supplemental material. This, this okay. Just Society still be the first to have Alex Ross's. I, I was particularly interested when they took the Kingdom Come Superman and put him in JSA, mm-hmm. and I thought Jeff Johns will do a good job with that, and wanted to read mm-hmm. where he intended to take that, and, and so far I've been pleased. Cool. Okay. How about one over to Lon? The Initiative. Out of Secret Invasion. Still perhaps. my favorite book right now. That's that's good price. You know why? Because... That's the only one you buy? Uh, it's, the, it's He's paying cash and not regretting it. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, let's just say... Let's say that's fair. That's a fair... Yeah. You sure, know? sure. Let's just say, to me, it it's just... It's bringing, you know... Tip, I shouldn't say typical. What's the word I'm looking for? Like, genuine comic book, superhero action and fun to comics. You know what I mean? And it's And it's creating it... To where there's this this crisis? No, maybe it's the wrong term. This secret invasion, this perhaps secret invasion that they're going through, and the characters they're using. You know, irredeemable Ant Man and 3D Man, and you know, Devil Slayer or whoever the guy's name. You know, using all these characters that were like footnotes in the Marvel Universe handbook. Hey, I, you know? I like Devil Slayer. Okay, well, I'm just saying. Run. I mean, I was sad when his book got canceled. But you know, and it's just making it. Defenders f- for a while too. Way to offend comic fans. Lon. No, Go ahead, no, continue. well, no. no. Send your fine, Devil Slayer fan yeah, mail. The, too. the Devil Slayer fan, other than Rick, doesn't know how to use a computer. Right. So it's, um, you know what I mean? It's just been fun reading, and it's been better to me, better for me than the actual Secret Invasion book because. Okay. It's been telling better stories. It's been now, it's been amping up the the drama more than the the core book because you know, the core book has all the superhero, you know, all your mainstay superheroes that are, you know, not really doing anything. In this one, you've got, you know, Ham and Eggers that are basically saving the world there or at least, you you're know, talking about Joe Sixpack superheroes. No, I'm I'm talking about like Joe the D-Man Rebel. Me. Booster Gold. I'm talking Joe, like, Joe yeah. the superhero. No, not not that. Now bad. is is Dan Slott still the writer on that? Is that you know what I meant to check who writes it, but I don't know. But probably I, I mean, think it is. And then, and then welcome to the Dan Slott bandwagon because I think he's the definitely the best writer right now on the Spider Man arcs when they're mm-hmm. doing that. Um, he certainly made She Hulk viable. Here's the thing: I don't know if I want to say like it's the best writing, but it's just one of those where 
It's a fun page turning well, book. But, but that I would gets say about everything I've read by okay. Dan Slott. Yeah. yeah. Even when he did, uh, he didn't fit in the DC universe very well, but he wrote this Arkham Asylum miniseries that was actually pretty funny in a dark, horrible way. It was the one with the Two Face and the guy and in the prison. shark, the guy that was the shark. Yeah, um, I think that's in trade paperback. Absolutely recommend that. I mean, but I recommend anything the guy's written. So initiative I, makes sense. Here's it's, here's the thing. Here's the comparison. If the last issue of Secret Invasion that we left, it was uh, all the superheroes were in the same room with the scrolls. And it was ready for the big throwdown, and you were like, oh, they're going to fight, you know, or whatever. <laughs> Just <Right>? like that. <laughs> oh, what's going to happen? Boy. Um, <laughs> when I saw that issue, I was kind of like, oh, great, here we go again. But in initiative, they have a spot where, and they've actually initiative been following the, you know, Fury's new commandos. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, so you got Fury's commandos, and then you've also got the initiative, which is, you know, 3D Man and, and the yes. scroll, scroll Kill Crew. And they basically have a scene at, the, you know, the end of this last issue where they're basically all ramping up to go end this. And that's when you're sitting there going, oh, yeah, I can't, you know, like this is, I'd rather see this and fight I think, and was, than the big superhero and fight. And was a couple months ago in there where they did this. Where Dan Slott actually took the time to like come up with a, a weird way to figure out that there was a scroll, like the one guy I can't remember which hero was a scroll who would who would kind of switch sides. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Who was the black uh, hero? Wasn't yeah, it? Uh, um, Triune was it the guy? Crusader, was, I Crusader, think his name Crusader. Is? Yeah, you know, racism is over, Rick. It, no, he, he was actually no. That's his I race. Was black scroll. Was his, oh, oh, was, okay. uh, but that that he said. He spotted another scroll in the cafeteria because right. there was some fruit from the scroll right, homeworld right. that if you put strawberries and pickles together, it sort of tasted like it. And he saw somebody else putting strawberries and pickles together and went, that's the scroll. It was Henry the Pym. yellow jacket. Yeah, yeah, it was the Henry Pym. Mm. So I'm like, I, as much as we've enjoyed Bendis <laughs> in years past, why didn't you take a moment to come up with something like clever that. like that yeah. instead of just this whole bunch of superheroes show up a, from a spaceship and yeah. they all turn out to be scrolls? Yeah, basically Wee. six <laughs> issues was – all six issues of the main core title was, you're a scroll. No, I'm not. Let's fight. Oh, I guess you're a scroll. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's all it's been. It's, when it actually did actually turn out, oh, yes, you are a scroll. Right. Remember that first issue and we're thinking, wow, maybe they are going to say that some of these guys have been gone for a long time. And what would that mean? Which was like a, what that was awesome exciting. thing that would have been, that they've been there for a long, but long no. time. No. No. No, they didn't. No. no. How about let's go back in time to 1985. Oh, I remember 1985. You mean Back to the Future? <laughs> 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 no. Okay, sorry. Anyway, 1985 is the name of a miniseries from Marvel written by Mark Miller, who we love and hate. Yeah. We blow hot and cold on Mark Miller. Hated him. Mostly love him. So how much of a spoiler do you want to do here? Uh, well, talk, you can give the basic premise of the it, series. We find, they've, they've finished the run, six, six issues. Uh, the premise was there's a young boy in, and his father was a comic collector. And mm-hmm. this is in our Earth, and there are no superheroes until he goes Barack out Obama. of the wood, night, oh. wood one night and finds this house where there's the red skull up in the window. Uh, scroll. Skull. The red skull. The red skull. I'm going to do skull. that right one of these times. <laughs> Not a scroll. The red uh, skull. Red skull. And he, he ran, ran into the Hulk and he ran into different bad guys from the Marvel Universe. He recognizes them from the comics. Was this it's kid a, on meds or? No. Oh, okay. it's, it's, <laughs> the other thing is that this would be during the time of, of the original Secret War. So that was the MacGuffin though. Was it? it that is. was the original thing they said. It's a MacGuffin. Okay. Um, 
I'm not going to say why. Okay, because I haven't it, finished it. It does, it does kind of – it resolves in an interesting way that still preserves the whole – The MacGuffin or the red herring? Or a muffin top? Uh, it's, the MacGuffin is the thing that goes around it but isn't actually what's – No, that's the, that's red, the herring. red herring. That's the red herring. The MacGuffin's okay. the thing red, they're chasing. It's a red yeah. MacGuffin. Muffin top is <laughs> – <red>. No, I <laughs> don't. No, we know. Thanks. <laughs> oh, Thank you, Michael. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Isn't it past your bedtime? It's You've been up late it's getting with the children. Close, yes. Okay, it is a gen, uh, genuine red herring. Um, but what they they did through the art style in this book, starting about the fourth issue, I think, really made it kind of an interesting uh, our world, their world kind of okay. thing. And that uh, has a, has a sweet ending. However, you see it coming. Does the little so, girl chop a guy's head off with a sword? Yeah, that, was oh, a, okay. that was the other that was part. It, it was oh, okay. I just sweet. figured he did that in all his books. Um, I did not see that. And I think, I think that one of the art styles kind of picks up in the middle, and I think the original art style, which was kind of murky, moody, almost yeah. like I did not a, like it. That's almost why like a Gene Colan done in no, it wasn't smudgy like it, crayon. It was, it was, yeah, it wasn't like a Gene Colan because um, I like Gene Colan. I, I like Gene Colan too, but I was saying like Gene Colan okay, in like panel layouts and stuff. From a colon. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> so. Um, but I think Colin that, Powell? that part of it kind of decayed for me. I don't know if there were two. I'd, okay, so are you uh, recommending this I series? I would say um, <laughs> if you haven't been picking it up. <laughs> I feel like we, we, we've we lost the thread there. What I'm going to say is if you haven't picked it up in single issues, I would definitely recommend the trade. Done. Okay. Will you be or, buying, the, will you be buying the trade? It's an, I may buy the trade. Can I buy that? Yeah. Thanks. I will say this much. If you wait probably six more months, you can probably find them in the quarter bins at the store. Is that right? If you can find them. Uh, I mean, are mm, they? Who knows? You know who has great quarter bins? Elusive, Elusive Comics, Comics and Games, 2725 El Camino Real Suite 104 in Santa Clara, California. Mm. Come on down because we're podcasting on Wednesday nights, more or less. To a live studio audience. It's over there. That's over there. Carcassonne. They're playing Carcassonne. Rick also read Ultimatum Number One. Did anyone else read it? No, I no. haven't had a chance yet. Oh, is so it this, out is yet? The, this is the story we've been building Didn't it up come to. Out last week it came was out it? last week. Okay, so this is the story we've been building up to. In and what? In all the ultimate titles, there's been a banner at the top saying "March, March to all, Ultimatum." March really? Ultimatum. Yes. There was a. Um, was this like all the heroes protesting or something, or what were they marching on something? No, or? no. Oh, okay. It's it's basically the gimm- the buzz has been this is going to be the end of the Ultimate Universe. Yes. And really? the actually, what I wanted to point out there was a giveaway with um, Magneto on the front cover, uh, which did a history, ago, I, which is a, an entirely enthralling history of the Ultimate Universe. It's it's great, and actually, without having to get buy any other book, if you get that free giveaway, you can pick it. up Ultimatum. Yeah, in fact, if you if you know. pick is that it? up, no. If you pick that up, you can probably go back and pick up any of the series just yeah. about anywhere. Because in fact, they, actually, I, I enjoyed storylines from the Ultimate Universe better when I read them in a paragraph. I went, <laughs> oh, that's what was going on. That's what on. it was about. Yeah. Oh, oh, I see how that connects now. He was yeah. trying to cure cancer with the Venom suit. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's more to it. There's a lot more to the Parker thing now that they threw in. So, so in, the, it. in the last in the last couple of issues of the what was the prequel to the ultimate origins ultimate origins we saw this watcher thing which was kind of a totem pole thing that was appearing all over the place to watch to look on events that were going on and sue richards bonded with it and it said that it was here to watch a climactic event no so she bonded with the watcher but reed has been trying to do the right thing in that and his timing's just been bad because just about the time he's about to make make Good with. Uh, Did anybody else hear that? Was my phone. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
He's ready for transport. I got email. Oh, heck. <laughs> I want that ringtone. Anyway, wow. you're, you're flashing back. So uh, right about the time he's trying to do it, all hell breaks loose. And if and after one issue, if they're going br- to bring this world to an end, they've started on the right foot. They oh, wow. Really, I mean, so I'm, just, I may have to just pick some this amazing up stuff saying. happens in the first issue that you just are not I expecting. Do that. I could do that, that stuff you might, if you, if you, you hear that, Cataclysm is going to happen, and in this series, you might say oh, it's going to happen around issue three, four. This is about what you expect to have happen in three or four. Oh, thanks. So, well, yeah, cool. I, so I, 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 I I'm a... excited about it. I'm, I'm, I've enjoyed the Ultimates line, and I want to see this. Uh, if this is going to, if this is going to take it out, I, I want think, to see it well, take it out. Well, I, I, and I think I do want to see them take it out. Not because I haven't enjoyed. I mean, some of the Ultimates I haven't beca- haven't enjoyed that much because I feel like it's a gotcha. You think you know what's happening in our continuity? Yeah. But He's you're black. Wrong. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and They've he's gone. He's over in the Squadron Supreme Unit, the Supreme Power Universe, which I totally didn't understand. Yeah, they've done too much of that. And in, fr- in fact, I'm getting what I was getting from this in the regular comics now. With I hate to say it, but I'm really enjoying the new Spider-Man reboot. It's much mm-hmm. more like the Ultimate Spider-Man was, and I'm really like the Fantastic Four with Millar doing that now. Millar with uh, yeah. John. Um, Brian Hitch, Brian yeah, Hitch. Brian Hitch, and and in fact, I, I have to remind myself that I'm not reading the Ultimate Fantastic Four, and that Reed and Sue are married in this one, and it's uh, I'm I'm not, I'm not going to miss it that much. I've enjoyed the ride, and this looks like it's going to take it out. So can and if you take it out, that's what I want to see. I want to see the story have an ending. Mm. Yeah, and I want to hear you read it to me by the fire when it's all over. I will. So I, let's add this to the list. Maybe a Christmas. Maybe on the twenty third. Little December. camping trip. <laughs> let's do Derek's uh, Christmas or uh, Christmas comic special. Oh, how fun! We'll read Christmas just... with the superheroes. We'll <laughs> read the Batman Phantom Stranger Christmas team up. I love that, that long one. requested. Archie dramatic reading? Archie? No, I want to hear Ultimatum, that's all. Ah. I just don't want to read it myself. I know, because the words are big. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I think we, and you've enjoyed the Spider-Man, so we got there, and that's Giant Slot again, I think. Let's move to some movies, because there's been a lot, in my absence, certainly, that's gone on. Movie news. Movie news. I think it's time to hear some movie news. We're never going to do that again. (laughs) No, no, we're not. Oh. Goodbye, Michael Goodson. I chased Goodson away. You did. You did. There's been a lot from Marvel. Stu- the There's been a lot from Marvel uh, Studios this week, and I feel uh, you know, or the last couple of weeks, really. Um, one which I thought you guys had covered, but again, we're not sure. Is that maybe this is the issue of we hadn't had confirmation from Downey's side, but from Favreau's. No, we covered it from Favreau's side. Oh yeah, no, I did. It. I did it. I did a good job on it too. No, <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm sure you did. If I li- uh, you know, they're to- only posted for the whole world to listen. to. I know. To. If I'd I mean, had time um, to, da- just- I don't have an iPod. Okay, there. I've said it. Yeah, I listen to mine on the computer, but it's- I don't have time on the computer. Oh, I, no place where I can listen to anything out loud. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, headphones are, you know, they're only yeah, they are. But I don't have time. Or- I haven't had time. Oh. Let's not get into it. <laughs> Later at di- over dinner, I'll look into your eyes and I'll say, "You jerk." Okay. Anyway, uh, that uh, Marvel Studios announced a couple of weeks ago. That uh, Iron Man two, three, and Avengers were all rolling forward. John Favreau is is committed to direct Iron Man two and three. He's producing Avengers, and I guess uh, in Rick's belief, and this could be true, is we had not had confirmation that Downey was on board all of it. But contractually, he now, but he's contractually now on retroactive for film contract. And I'm pretty sure Cheadle is too. And Cheadle would be, oh, my gosh. Now, the controversy that's been going over on that in the last week. Oh, really? Over Cheadle. Because Terrence Howard 
came up and said, I didn't cause any trouble. I don't know what's going on, man. And uh, so it's there's a lot of pointing fingers. And there's a website saying... Uh, bring back Terrence. Bring back Terrence.com, I think. Uh, uh, anybody which can... is basically what I'm hearing now. And I don't know how true this is, but this is the rumor going around, is that basically Terrence Howard uh, was the had been the first actor signed and at the highest rate, and he wouldn't. Marvel went back and said, "You know, Downey's really the star. We'd like to renegotiate and have you. You know, could you consider appearing for a little less than uh, Mr. Downey?" And he wouldn't budge. And the next thing he knows, he wasn't Rhodey anymore. So, if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. And I still say, I I'm happy with Cheadle. I kind of think Cheadle's a better actor. I really do. Yeah. I you know it'll be interesting to see it'll be a different take it'll absolutely be a different take but I'm I'm interested to see that so I mean really though did did we go did did we come out of Iron Man one going man Rhodey did such an awesome job in that movie not no. the least no, no actually honestly I came out of Iron Man one thinking huh Terrence Howard didn't bug me in the role as much as I thought he would. <laughs> I agree okay. yeah I agree and so you know I I I, I but I love Don Cheadle. You know, I see a I Don do Cheadle movie, yeah. movie, and I'm, I'm never do we see Don Cheadle though as an action hero? I, that's that's a, that's a tougher I, thing to say. And I so almost that's why believe Terrence Howard. Did we see Robert Downey Jr. as an action figure before yes. this? Yes, I did. From what? Mm. No, 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 I just saw him. Chaplin. Way. Because if you, oh my God, he was so good in that movie. If you recall back to a year or so ago when this when it was first announced, and uh, and Lon uh, emailed me immediately, going, "What do you think, Downey?" And we had this argument via email, which I. I, I I said no. You are going to eat those words, and he did. I said Downey's going to be absolutely brilliant in it, and so. But let's say, let's say this though, Downey was a great Tony Stark, action hero. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like well, Tropic Thunder. Come on. <laughs> well, that's a little different. But uh, he dressed as a woman. <laughs> no, it's not just, just a as a woman during his action scenes. Anyways, but I'm just saying though that uh, I think the reason he pulled it off so well is because he gave us. Tony Stark, you know what I mean? Well, and that's it. And then so and there wasn't Don a whole lot of Iron Man in Iron Man, even though there, you know. But even so, even if you do have a lot of Iron Man in Iron Man, it's a, it's armor, right? You know, that's one of the things I've liked about the Ultimates. Tony Stark is he still boozes it up, and he's still because it is Stark inside an armor. It's like it's like a Jet Set Playboy inside a very expensive car. Mm-hmm. Well, there was you a know. PvP online where uh, they got he. They had an argument over who was cool, cooler, Iron Man or Batman. And yeah. the kid, the kid was a Batman fan, and and uh, Brent Sienna basically said, "Iron Man is like Batman if he got over it." And <laughs> 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 so, uh, uh, yeah, touche. All right, yes, you're funny. right. <laughs> it's very true. You know, you're wealthy. Your parents are dead. So what? Look at what you've got. Yeah, <laughs> right. So, so I was okay with that. Um, so we got that Favreau thing. Now we, I think Kenneth Branagh has been now confirmed as directing Thor, but we, we may have. We still don't have a it. script. We still don't have a script, which is frightening because they're supposed to put this out in 2010. I know, and then they announced that Joe Johnston is going to direct Captain America. <gasps> what? Which I am actually very excited about. A lot. And, and what's he done? We immediately got. Well, I want to say, of course, immediately we got a poo-poo email from Mario Anima. <coughs> That's right, Mario. You don't show up for these podcasts. I'm going to take your name in vain. You went. Oh, I'm going to have to withhold my judgment. I don't know because remember, 
Mario thinks the apex of superhero movies was Ang Lee's Hulk. Right. Okay. And but he, I think he came back from that, though. Yeah, because we gave him so much crap. Joe Johnston and has been up and down. I will, I will admit, as a director, he did Jurassic Park 3. He did Hidalgo. which I liked, I, Hidalgo. I, I liked Hidalgo. I thought it was a, a really good movie. Uh, the one, and here you go, Rick, you're going to go with me on this, and you're going to agree with me that he's a perfect choice for Captain America, is Joe Johnston directed The Rocketeer. Yeah. W- which I consider yeah. the... Well, especially since they've announced that it's it looks like it's going to be a period piece. It is like, it is going to be a period piece. So, cool. So, Here, here's my, my take on the Johnston thing. Yeah. Um, you know, everybody's like, oh, you know, he's he's a hack or whatever. And, right, you know, I, but we, I don't think he's a hack. No, no, I don't either, but here's here's my take. You know, it, Marvel's pretty much controlling... Marvel's taking the reins on all their properties now, so it's like... You know, Johnston's gonna do. Johnston's not gonna make waves. He's gonna make the movie they want. They're gonna make it a nice, you know, cool Marvel movie. They're, basically, they're gonna listen to Kevin Feige the whole time. And I think we're gonna get a cat movie we're all gonna like. But he's yeah, I and mean, he's already proven he can make a lush period piece. And because the Rocketeer is one of the best comic book adaptations, but it's not gonna be Dark Knight. You know what I mean? No, and no, it it's gonna be. be Band of Brothers with superheroes. No, and this is gonna be. I don't even know if it's gonna be that. I think it'll be, be Rocketeer. This is gonna be a red blooded American boy. Wanting to do the right thing yeah. and willing to go undergo horrific medical experiments to do it, and then getting out in the battlefield and inspiring yeah. soldiers. It's going to be. An, I, an I don't know about thing. that. I think it's just going to be a dude in a costume. Look, I'm looking forward to it. Nazis. No, 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 no. I'm going to be inspired. Oh, Shut okay. up. Shut your filthy pile. All right. I'm just saying. Huh. I mean, really, you know, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. So there's reason. We will see. There's reason. Here's to be all I could. Ho- here's all I could hope for. If they made Raiders of the Lost Ark with Captain America in it. <laughs> that would be, you know, pure popcorn summer fun, and that's what I wanted out of Captain America. That's all. Could you go back and like digital in Captain America over Indiana Jones, have him climbing on that <laughs> that, that submarine? That'd and, be awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's awesome. what I'm saying. That's all I want from from the first Instead Captain America. Instead of the bullwhip, the shield lashes out, and oh, bounces back at his lashes. Now here's great. the thing. Okay, here's the continuity question I want to put out for all the nerds out there. Yes. A lot of hype has been made recently about, oh, Captain America's shield beard and Iron Man and as an Easter egg in the, one of the scenes and whatever. And, and a deleted scene apparently in Incredible Hulk as a frozen right. Captain America. But yeah. apparently it, in though. Iron Man they were saying he Iron Man was making the shield. I'm like, well, how are they going to do – what What do you think they're going to do with the shield in the first movie? Are they going to give him the crappy emblem shield or are they going to give him the circular disc shield, do you think, in the oh, first movie? Oh, that's a good question. That's- because – isn't that always been a continuity flaw with... It's been a continuity flaw in the comics. Originally, as drawn by Joe Simon and Jack Kirby, he had that kind of the emblem, as you say, right. for lack of a better phrase. Chevron. The, thank you. That's you know, like a, a crest or something. It's a chevron. He's right. The chevron shield. Um, That's the name of the shape. And so he had that originally, and then when That's he, called a chevron? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And when he was found... In Avengers number four, he had a circular shield on his chest. Mm-hmm. So Kirby had kind of forgotten, or more likely Kirby just decided to go ahead and redesign it because he liked Easier the circle to draw better. a circle. <laughs> Easier to draw a circle. And then Iron Man presented him with the vibranium-laced one later. So, um, I, Oh, I, so he, there were two circular shields? Yeah. And what happened to the original one? Just broke or died or something? It, it wasn't as strong. Yeah. So he was given another one. He probably had several. You know, yeah. So mm-hmm. um, I think they'll probably go with the, with the circular just because it's more iconic, right, To right. what goes on in the comics. 
Or they'll have a part in the movie where he carries the yeah. the, the Chevron yeah. one for two scenes. They could do both ways. Either way, and then and I'm fine with that. I'm just excited that it's happening. That it's all. I mean, what a great time to be a geek. Mm. I do hope they mention vibranium when they he gets the shield. Maybe <laughs> <even> <laughs> with Donka or, yeah. Didn't they mention vibranium in one of the movies? I forget. I don't. I don't remember. Maybe X Men or no? Something? That was Stephen Colbert. Um, no, adamantium is mentioned for no, I know, for Wolverine. but I could have swore of Wakanda. You know, it, it, you or know no? it's funny to me through all of this how like all the excitement in Marvel Studios and like all that stuff about Wolverine and Magneto is sort of like nobody's talking about those movies anymore. Well, rumor is they're not very good. good. That's true. That's true. And another one. Let's go to a. I don't know if this will hurt your soul, but speaking it's an X Men sort of tie-in, and the, the director of X Men Three X Three is taking over. Conan. Brett Ratner will be directing the Conan the Barbarian franchise. Do we, is this you confirmed? Know, Do we have this confirmed yet? I know um, it was a rumor. I think I thought it was confirmed, but I, I've been a Robert be a E. Howard fan since I was about that high, right? And uh, for those at home, feet. Hey, yeah, about three feet. About three feet. So I hate to say this. I really hate to say this, but the pinnacle of Conan in film was Schwarzenegger, Dino De Laurentiis. And, he, and there has John been, Milius, the John Milius film. Milius, it hasn't been. There hasn't been anything close to it since. And I don't have great hopes for anything coming down the pipe. I really don't. Okay, fair enough. Um, That's been weighed in. Um, we're gonna get a cheap attempt at cashing in on the Lord of the Rings, kind of. Well, I don't think it'll be cheap. Well, I, okay. Well, I, I'll give you that. <clears throat> I don't think it'll be cheap. I mean, cheap as in quality yeah. of what but Ratner if I, can produce. If I'm asking for something coherent, <clears throat> I'm not going to get it. All I know is I can guarantee that Conan will cry at least three times in the movie, <laughs> just like Wolverine did next three. So, okay. hmm. and Jackie Chan did in Rush Hour three too. I don't he? remember. I don't. I didn't see it. All, oh, but this just in: Matthew Fox is going to play Conan. So, <laughs> oh, well, that's guaranteeing you're crying. They verified oh. that oh, he can cry. Now. I'm still mad at I'm still mad at Lon for that when he said that was going to happen in Speed Racer, and then it did. <laughs> so, we need somebody who can cry on cue. <laughs> Give me Matthew Fox. Oh. Uh, anyway, um, and then of course we got a weird casting rumor that well, not, it's not it's not a casting rumor. It's a a a major star, not necessarily of movies, has thrown her tiara into the ring. She wants to play. She's thrown Wonder her Woman. booty into and the she's ring. Her, she's bootylicious. Her Amazon booty. Beyonce <laughs> Knowles wants to be Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. She can be Wonder Woman, just not in a movie. She my Wonder Woman. I child. know. She can wear the she costume. Wear the on costume. Tour. I'm Come on over to the house. Put it into a video. I'm okay. You know with what that. though? I want to. I want to say this though. I okay. was kind of upset with the article because it. She the way she put it was like. It's about time I got me a superhero movie. <laughs> you know? Did you read that? In the thing? No, I, I don't. <laughs> yeah. read the did she say it that way? Uh, I don't. I, that's I how I read it. That's how I read it. Thank you, Lon. Oh, <coughs> one. But but it was one of those things where I was like, you don't want to play Wonder Woman. You want your own. You want a franchise. Hancock. Yeah. You want your own franchise. Yeah. And Wonder Woman just happens Didn't to be. Did she play? No, she wasn't in that Undercover Brother. She was in. Wasn't she one of the Foxy awesome, Cleopatra and Austin awesome Powers? She was in the Austin awesome yeah. Powers movie. So yeah. sorry, sister, you blew well, it. Yeah, all it is is you know, movie superhero movies are hot. She wants to jump on the bandwagon. Give yeah. her what could give she her, be? Give her Catwoman too. No, I don't know. You know what I, I mean? Give her you know. <laughs> that's a great idea. <laughs> give her uh, <laughs> give her Photon the movie. You know what I mean? Go right give her direct to VHS. Right, right. Beta. 
Give her, I mean, what else, what other superhero movie could you cast her? Give her Vixen, the movie. You know what I mean? Give her. Or let her, well, let her be Vixen. Let her play Storm in an X4. Let there be yeah. a Storm solo film. Let it be Beyonce. I'm fine with that. Oh, yeah. Halle Berry would not stand for yes, that she girl. Would. No, Halle uh, Berry's hired, but. Uh, 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 Halle Berry was like, oh, we need to make more X-Men. Was she? I don't remember that. Remember, yeah, she was all. She was, she was a lot's house this week. Because she was such a pain in the butt on the other one saying she didn't want to be in them. Yeah, and what's she done lately? Um, Sound of Crickets. Yes, that's all I'm saying. Halle okay. Berry would not stand. So for that. apparently that, that that got a little heat going, and so it was revealed that one that Warner Brothers is talking to a director to uh, take over the franchise uh, for take over Wonder Woman, which would be McGee. which is not yet a franchise, right? It's not yet a franchise. Okay. Everything is hoped to be a franchise. Yes, is McGee, who is currently directing Terminator Salvation, so a different franchise for Warner Brothers. Yeah, that's not going to happen. It can't happen if McGee's successful in T three, then. Uh, T4, really. Whatever, yeah. T, T McG. Um, TG. You're not going to see Wonder Woman for another 10 years. So, I mean. I don't know. I don't know. It'll it'll flounder for a couple more years until they get somebody. I'd like, you know, I would like to see the film version of Wonder Woman. Just, There's so many more that I'd rather see. I agree. Because here's the thing. What are you going to do? Okay. I'd like to see. Derek, pitch me a Wonder Woman movie right now. How would you do it? Hey, in how about a Wonder Woman in JLA? Now, see that okay. I can see. Okay, working. okay, that I'd like and to see. And then spin it off. That I can okay. see. Okay, I would like to see a true, a classic uh, Amazonian love scene. I think I've just. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? I think I've just pitched you a you Wonder Woman like, movie you want to watch. Or at least uh, you want to dance. Actually, Wonder California Woman voted against that film. <laughs> I didn't so. say they were married. Oh, okay. So okay, okay, um, that was a little awkward. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, cut that. Anyway, uh, I don't know. You know, uh, you want to like see is what happens with the animated uh, direct to direct to video they're doing. Of Here, here's the only, an- and if that actually works, then I would like to see Wonder Woman taking on the Greek pantheon, envi- as George Perez envisioned it, taking on Ares. It might be kind of interesting. The problem with here's- Wonder Woman is that her backstory is too complex for most movies and for most audiences. So, and then and then, and then after you do the backstory, it's like which of the front stories do you do? She's, she's gotten so many reboots. And re- yeah. Everybody knows her from Linda Carter. Right. But yeah. here's the movie you're going to get. And, uh, and this is my prediction. The, the, you take, you know, as a filmmaker, you have to look at the, the basic selling point of Wonder Woman, which is going to be Amazonian princess set to go to the man's world, fish out of water story. You know, it's going to be the, you know, her learning how to deal with the, you know, the new world. And she's then, legally blonde. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be like 13 going on Amazon or something. You know what I mean? It's what it's, it's going to be that awkward uh, again, mess I, of a movie. I, I, I don't feel like you're not selling me this film. <laughs> no, 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 I mean, that could work, but I mean, it's not going to be. And she brings us all together by dancing the dance from Thriller. Right, exactly. <laughs> And there you have it. There's the that's what Warner Brothers. Is okay, do. I'm done there with that. You're okay. right. Okay, uh, and uh, we've got this weekend uh, Quantum of Solace. Uh, so a bomb movie. Which are we I sending th- somebody to that? Uh, actually, it's okay because it opened in England already, which I think is kind of interesting. Uh, and so Jamie Kelwick, who is kind of our little uh, reporter, our little, little limey. No. <laughs> Uh, are a, a British he a British fanboy? No, I doubt he does. He's a film professor. He's got no time. He sees movies and that's it. Um, that uh, he's already reviewed it, so he said I Excellent. could go ahead and take that because because really a lot of the, the the studios have really been clamping down on screenings. No guests, no extra guests for a lot of things. Very few screenings. 
They used to do a lot down in San Jose, and now most of it is up to San Francisco where it's harder to get to, especially yeah. with uh, gas being what it is. So uh, kind of, Flammable. it's kind of, kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah, parking is in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, so that was that was taken care of, thank yeah. heavens. I emailed him. And so, if, so you're not going to send Rick now? Uh, because Rick couldn't take his wife. They wouldn't allow a guest. What? Yeah. Yeah, they wouldn't allow a guest oh, to come to Solace tomorrow night. Those so. British Nazis. No, it no, was... It wasn't. It wasn't Jamie. <laughs> no, I don't mean Jamie. It's I mean the producers of the film. Seven people, right? You know, whoever it was, yeah. yeah. I mean, oh I, yeah, all those like hobos and homeless people can get yeah. in with all their families. Um, and you know, though, and I, and I saw Rick a, can't bring his wife. You're just a loving, caring person, aren't you? I'm defending you. That's okay. all. And your family. Uh, right I did go see one last night. Uh, Slumdog Millionaire. The oh, I hear that's Danny good. Boyle. It was. I haven't heard of this. It's about it, it's about a a guy from a Mumbai, uh, Mumbai. slum, basically a Mumbai who is uh, gets on to the Indian version of who wants to be a millionaire, and because he's answered all these questions and they say he's this uneducated slum dog, basically the poor you know poorest of the poor, he must have cheated. So the police are interrogating him and he tells the story of how he actually learned all the and you know. Had the answers already, you know, knew the answers to the questions he's through given. His experiences. Through his experiences. Okay. Which is kind of an interesting. It felt like I've, I've probably seen is that it a plot before. Film? No, it? no, it, it's made by Danny Boyle, who directed Train Spotting in 28 okay. Days Later, and written by another British guy, the guy who wrote The Full Monty. So it is a foreign film. Well, England, yes. Yeah, uh, they're foreign. Okay, sorry. <laughs> and it takes place in India. So I thought the the background, the being in India, that setting yeah. was actually really interesting. The plot itself seemed a little contrived, but I still kind of got wrapped up in it. So it, sound, it's, it, it strikes me like the backwards way of telling the usual suspects. Mm. Yeah. It was kind of cool, though, seeing things in terms of uh, like the cultural differences on their who wants to be a millionaire, which is actually. Is it hosted by like an Indian Regis Philbin he, or what? Yeah, it was actually bothering me that he didn't sound <laughs> enough like Regis. So I'm like, wait a minute. No, he wouldn't. And hey. I don't know if the guy that they have is really the host of the show in India mm, or not, okay. because it is an international franchise. They uh, each, they, each uh, many countries do have their own. Who wants to be a millionaire? Is that your final answer? But it, 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 it no. They, I would like to use a lifeline. It's not uh, the accent's not that thick. Thank you, oh, you okay. racist pigs. <laughs> uh, but the set looks the same, which I thought was just really, it's, <laughs> it's really and all the music's the same. And so it was really kind of funny and cool. And there's a question in there that I I, I, cause I, I don't want to spoil, it, but. It was really funny. Don't worry, to, no, nobody's gonna see. It. it was really funny to me that sitting in this audience, they ask a crucial question on the game show, and you knew the answer. I knew the answer, and almost everybody else in the audience very clearly thought that the answer I knew was right was wrong. And I don't want to say it in case, in case listeners do, but it was really weird to just like go. Wow, um, there's some stupid people here. This is real. Well, you know, that's what you were thinking. Huh? I know. I was thinking it was kind of. It was you're kind all of, the people that listen to Wild ninety four nine are idiots. <laughs> I was that's thinking, what you were thinking. I was thinking Rick's going to cut this out. Thanks. <laughs> I think instead we'll move on because I can't rec- reclaim that moment. Um, you know what I was but thinking? But that's what you were. Thinking. I was thinking that Lon would be one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went to college too, buddy. All right. Uh huh. For eight years, thank you. <laughs> yes. In a, what was that? In a creative majors major? Mm, I, yeah. <laughs> I forget. Well, I took a painting class. There's a paper I, somewhere on my wall. Uh, yes. Uh, so let's move, shall I we? Major to, beer. Shall we to television? 
and you've got a series that's week three already of a series on sci-fi that you're really excited about or interested in. Right, uh, Legend of the Seeker. Mm-hmm. I know nothing about it. Lon knows based nothing on about it. The, no one knows anything about it. We talked about this. We talked about this when before it first, the show. When it was first announced, the, uh, yeah. The, the Sword of Truth series. Uh, Wizard's first rule. Oh, right, with the uh, Sam Raimi thing, right? Yeah. Was, okay, okay yeah. I got it. Yeah. So, <laughs> nice. We uh, talked about it 45 minutes ago. No, 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 so, no, but I remember we did hype it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because it was like a Harry Potter kind of ripoff or something, So this right? is this is a, uh, a very popular series. I think there's maybe nine books in it so far. Okay. Very, very thick books uh, along the same lines as Robert Jordan's uh, Wheel of Time. And the first couple of books, like, like most series, the first couple of books are really good, and then they kind of peter out. Wow. But all the characters are there that you're expecting, and some of the events happen. But like for the for a series, they're taking a series of hour long episodes to tell the story, and they're already deviating strongly from a lot of the aspects of the story that made the original one so interesting. Like, but but don't you think? Let me ask. Don't you think that you kind of have to do that for the demands of a weekly television series? Because what I'm hearing on a show. That I missed that you guys talked about. I mean, though I have been watching True Blood. Oh yeah. I hear that True Blood veers a lot. Yeah. From the Suki Stackhouse novels, so don't you think? But yet it is. I think you can, but I think that because you have to have adaptation, right? Is that you, the, have have some, you have to have yeah. some license. No, I, it's it's not unexpected. It's just disappointing from the okay. fan. And I've talked to I've talked to two other fans. Unexpectedly, we just ended up talking about it, and the. Uh, the reaction was all, oh, I can't believe they didn't Admit say it, that. Admit it, you call it. up people and say, no, have no. you watched Legend of the Seeker? Hi, I'm uh, looking I'm for so-and-so. Yeah. And, um, is Dave there? What are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> is it Legend of the Seeker t-shirt? Mm. Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, aside from that, the show is beautiful. I mean, the the, the set work is amazing. Sam Raimi, uh, if you look, go back and look at Xena and Hercules, those shows for for the budget they must have had they looked were good beautiful and well well outfitted costumed um mm-hmm. so they're doing everything right about this it, great the book gets really epic towards the end so i'm looking forward to hopefully they won't veer too far well it away is sci-fi it. too though i mean you know now, a, sci-fi channel has had some really really bad production well, this i'm just saying look like, like so Flash I mean, you Gordon. can't. Yeah, you can't really complain when you, you get Flash it, you Gordon. Said the name. You said the name. <laughs> it hurts. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I, I'm I'm still recommending it. Uh, okay. It's, it's, it, well, what about? Uh, I'll have a TV an- announcement. Well, go ahead. Make a TV announcement. Uh, Robot Chicken Star Wars Episode Two is out this Sunday. I don't know if this will get out before. Oh, really? that. oh no, I didn't know that. Thank you for letting yes, me know. Yes, I just I saw Seth Green on Conan. Oh last my God, night. So I did not understand Half-hour something. Show? And, I think so. Yeah, and maybe you, and maybe you've caught up with this. At the end of Robot Chicken season three, the sketch ended with saying they were canceled. I think it was a joke about them trying to get another. Season that was the one where they're sitting down at the table and they're talking about how yeah yeah okay so they're not really canceled I don't know I, okay. but they might be I mean or maybe it would have been a good specials. way to end the series if they hadn't gotten renewed yeah well they did that on Cartoon Network with uh, Drawn Together Drawn Together's yeah. last episode was full of jokes about having they're canceled, canceled aren't they yeah okay. and the last episode was about being ca- about how they were can- it was the award show ah so um. But they had, okay, they, the clip they had, I have to spoil it here. Okay. It's not really a spoiler because they showed it on Conan. One of the clips they included was they did a spoof of the Geico ads where it was like, so-and-so is not an actor, so we hired an actor to help tell the story. <laughs> right, right. 
And the actor they hired was Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> For who? <laughs> yeah. Just in front of, behind some regular person? Well, you know how the Geico commercial says two, it's like the normal yeah. person and the actor. Right, right. Yeah. So it's like, so I was in an accident and or a car. Yeah. Yeah, and he's all, oh, so you said, you know. And, and, <laughs> and that's, you got to see the whole thing because it was oh, hilarious. So now I know what I'm doing Sunday night. Okay, good. Luckily, Sunday night, 1130. Luckily, I have a matinee for Greater Tuna. Check your local listings mm. or set your TiVos. Indeed. Okay, so now we're looking forward to that. Good. Didn't know about that. Uh, we've got another show coming up this weekend. It's at Friday night. Is what long Friday in. night at 8 p.m. Check your local listings. Is Batman Brave and the Bold, finally the animated series. It looks so darn good from the commercials. It when is looks this? So this is Friday fun. night? Friday night on Cartoon Prime Network. Time? Friday night. Yeah. You wow. can sit and watch Brave and the Bold and then stay on your couch and watch Clone Wars. So I, I know Lon didn't get a chance to notice this this morning, but I did have posted an uh, interview with Diedrich Bader, who is voicing Batman. I interviewed him at Comic-Con, and so I got that up this week to uh, so you can go to the site and read an interview and also download a little audio clip of him voicing Batman for me, demonstrating his Batman voice. That's so. right. So, I am Batman. So I'm looking forward to it because you know he's doing it for the right reasons. Uh, you know he's a big he's a big fanboy. He's a very big. The, fanboy. the clips they showed on the commercial were awesome. Uh, they showed little clips of like him palling around with Aquaman and Plastic Man, and you and know, you know Green he's going to pal around with. And I don't know how they're going to make it happen, but he is going to team up with Kamandi. Really? Yes. Interesting. Cool. So, you know, I mean, it's, it's really going deep into the universe. And it looks and fun. fun. It looks fun in the sense that it's not brooding, you know, I am the knight, no, Batman. You no, know what I mean? No, it's totally, it's a, it's a 60s kind of throwback yeah. to that fun. And it's the one for kids. It's basically because you could read in, in, in the interview, but when I talked to him, he said, you know, like he had voiced a couple of bad guys on, on The Batman, that, that last series. And he says, but he vets everything, pre screens things for his kids. They said, I can't show them the Batman. And so when he got called the call for this, it was like, oh, this is great. I can actually be a voice in the show. He says, actually, he says, I don't care if I didn't get the voice. I wanted to watch the show with my kids. Uh-huh. And so it's kind of like, you know, he's got that enthusiasm for it. Not only that, he is Batman, but it's like finally the Batman show he's wanted to expose his children to so that they'll get, they'll become fans. I don't know who. Don't turn around. I know. I don't know who. Is behind me. Speaking of, there was Doctor Who news while we were, uh, <laughs> while I was I was away. That was a good transition. Thank you. That was very smart. Which was that David Tennant is not going to return. We don't know who the new Doctor is. But little fangirls all over the world are I, crying they're disappointed. Now. They are. I've bought everything you have in the store. That would be it. Yeah, not tonight. I'll come back. So um, maybe a uh, teenage boy. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. Do you want a bag with that? No, I meant her. So. Oh, we need one. Uh, yeah, okay, so it's all edited out anyway. Yeah. Yes, teenage girls all over. Our uh, Teenage Doctor Who fans are very upset at the loss of David Why? Tennant. Was he, like, cute or something? Or? Uh, he's, a, he's a heart he problem among the geek girls. He was dreamy. Chicks love that British accent, though, and, don't they? But, but, he, but in England, he's like... Uh, Johnny Depp. I, he, he is one of the most popular men in England right now. Hmm. And the sold-out Hamlet run for the Royal Shakespeare Company with him as Hamlet and Patrick Stewart as Claudius. Turned him getting really rave, 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 rave reviews. And uh, I get it on DVD. Oh my God! If they taped that, if they shot that, filmed that, that'd be. You don't think they did? I don't know. I hope they did because yes, I would like that. Yeah. Nobody knows who's going to replace Tennant yet, and there's been that good rumor of that guy Daniel Craig. 
Patterson Joseph. Is yeah, that from uh, Neverwhere. Neverwhere, and a couple. And he was in he Jekyll. Was he was a, he was one Neverwhere. of the villains in Jekyll oh, is as he? well. Yeah. Oh, okay, I haven't, I haven't watched that series. Yet. Oh, you got to watch Jekyll. It's yeah, great. I know. I've been waiting. It's great. But they, but another name being floated around I just is, got through, uh, uh, is Stephen. I want to say Stephen Carlyle, the Robert Carlyle, the guy who was one of the Bond villains, and he was in Full oh. Monty, and he was leading Full Monty, and was one of the guys in Train Spotting, Begbie in Train Spotting years ago. Okay, a little Scottish guy. So more in Robert Carlyle seems like more in line with what they've done. Yeah. Well, you know, Patterson Joseph though they've would be done just, some weird stuff. It on would that. just be a daring. Well, I think. They, Wait, how many doctors they have left? He has two regenerations he can make. But no, they've, said, they've already gone past the max that he had. But they've, they've said, but they've said it doesn't. They matter worked it around because they said the Time Lords could have revived anyway. So yeah. wow. Yeah, Crazy. so they can do whatever as long as it, as long as it was, and uh, just broke my heart. It is it is heartbreaking news. Apparently, you know the rumor now is Tennant did really want to stay on longer, but uh, he wanted more money. Oh. And, and then the BBC was all these to pay. So actors it comes down to all these actors wanting to. Uh, I hear David Caruso is actually going to step into the role. Oh, that'd be great! So, David yeah. Caruso as the doctor. As the doctor, Lordy. Let's go to another BBC series which has a DVD release. I think either this week or next week, which is Primeval. Which Primeval. You watched. I've watched. So I've watched. I've watched the first nine episodes. Okay. What do you think? So here's where I'm going. I was a little. I was like, oh, I'm going to keep giving it a shot. The first three three episodes I thought were really formulaic. I was not yeah. all that drawn into it. And so it's hard for me to recommend it because I think it takes too long to get To where good. it gets exciting. And then at the end of the what would have been in England the first series, episode six, when they throw a complete monkey wrench in everything at the end yeah. to begin season series two uh, with, holy crap, everything has changed. Yeah. And now... I reached that point at a point where I didn't have time to watch any more episodes. So I got through episode nine. I don't know how it ends, but I'm like, damn it. Now I'm totally hooked just, on this. It was just when just when you think, oh, this is just going to be like Dinosaur of the Week. It actually gets kind of interesting. <laughs> it, it Really? No, that's, Dinosaur of the Week? Well, really? That's what it was. Seri- the series was created by the guy who did that Walking with Dinosaurs special. And so the first and few, not like his five year old son, or right? Anything. So the first few episodes really feel like it's an excuse to go look what we can do. Look at these dinosaurs and to show <laughs> or, that S Club Seven chick walking around in her underwear. That was exactly what was going next. <laughs> Hannah Spirit, I believe, yes. is her name. Yes. Um, Remember because, how I dug for that because <laughs> she has this she has this prehistoric lizard she's rescued. This little tiny prehistoric lizard, so she has to keep her apartment really hot. Oh. So she walks around in her underwear, looking really hot. And just as I was thinking. You know, maybe I could show my son this show. No. Then she then she pads across the floor, and Daddy goes, "Nope." <laughs> Give it a couple years. Uh, a couple, uh, but it is but it is interesting now that it's actually gotten into the larger conspiracy. I love the fact that she comes to the door of the apartment and waves. Who at does people that? Outside. Who does that? I guess they do that in Britain. Oh, I, uh, they do that in the universe where dinosaurs <laughs> run yes. free. Yes, the the prime. Primevalverse, Primevalverse, or something, mm. Primevalverse, Primevalverse. So it's on DVD, and uh, it's it's one I, of those kind of guilty torn. pleasures. It's a, it, you know, it's not a bad series. It's like, yeah, check it out. The only <laughs> thing that I get really, and it's DVDs in general. I'm, I'm starting to have this real problem with of just like the, the behind the scenes documentaries where like an actor is forced to say, well, I'd I'd never seen anything like this material before. Yeah, but you know what? Was it was Scotty? so it was so oh. gripping. The guy, the lead, is Scottish, and it's just like it's so gripping. And I'd never seen. And it's like, really? How about Doctor Who and Torchwood? Yeah. Uh, how about almost? I don't watch a lot of TV. Almost everything the BBC has done before. Well, actually, if you look at um, Sanctuary that just came out a couple of weeks ago, 
um, the new sci-fi channel thing with... Uh, uh, no, you're watching a lot more sci-fi. See, Flash Gordon destroyed sci-fi channel oh, for me. So uh, no, you got to watch Sanctuary. Sanctuary is amazingly done. It's all green screen. They've got one of those, I've forgotten, the red, red style camera, the uh, ultra know. high definition okay. red, red, ruby red camera or something like that. Okay. Ruby quartz? Um, uh, camera? No, no. I'll, oh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll pull mm-hmm. it up later. Yeah. But the um, that show is about people who are going out to find odd things that have happened in the world. And usually it's it's some kind of odd creature or whatever. Oh, I have seen an ad for that. Yeah. Okay, so I'll check that out. And, and Sanctuary. That one, uh, that one is actually kind of an American version of if you took Primeval, you took the best parts of Primeval and Torchwood and put them together in one show. And it stars the woman who was on Stargate Forever. I can't remember her name. Uh, the uh, Lucy Davins. No. Oh. Uh, what a great... <laughs> I'm really killing myself for not remembering her. Um, but they got a good core, core cast on that one. Uh, but What? You're not a fan of Lucy Davins? I, I just... What? You should, you should watch Sanctuary. I'm going right yeah. past you. <laughs> it's the best thing to do. In fact, Elon wanted to talk about Clone Wars, but I don't think we should let him now. What? No, no. Did anybody see that last episode? No, yes. I'm not watching Clone the, Wars. First, the first one of the two-parter? With R2-D2? Yeah. Okay. I'm behind on everything. So Say it's what really... you want about Clone Wars. Okay. Yeah. They had two assassin droids in that episode, yeah. the IG-88. Jumping model. around like spider monkeys. No, but... have When we... did we ever think those things were going to move like that? No, but when did we ever see an IG-88 droid move in a Star Wars move. movie? <laughs> yeah, I never actually saw it move. So, so that's why I'm saying, like... They must have been able to, otherwise it wouldn't have been very effective. I did like the way it. their eyes swiveled around. Dude, it was awesome. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. It's like... Say I did what you like want when they went these. up onto the bookshelves. And well, were now around I, like I, I'll I say that was cool. I, I should ask. I should ask my kids because I think my kids are watching it. I think they're TiVoing and 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 watching or, or DVRing. We don't really have mm-hmm. a TiVo officially. Um, you know, it's a dish thing, but uh, it's a verb, man. I think. Yeah. Okay. I think they're TiVoing it. I and I think they're enjoying it. I have to ask them. I haven't had much time to. Really I'm loving it. it. I'm loving it. To where I'm going to tell you something. It's a weekly dose of Star Wars. I'm going to tell you something they did love because I got a little advanced copy of this, so I brought it just because I wanted to show the packaging. Wally. So my kids got to watch it uh, two days ago, and because uh, they didn't get to see it in theaters, because um, Daddy didn't take them. No, because they. Oh, it's always evening screenings. My kids are little. And Daddy didn't have twenty dollars to take them. Right. That was it. <laughs> You're right. Goodson's right. I'm a bad dad. No, um, you're fine. Well, whatever, whatever. Who's in that? Is Lucy Davins in that one? No, she's not. Oh, but darn. Fred Willard is. Um, but I really, I come. Kind of, I, I watched some of the extras. Got a chance to. So there's a great. Uh, there's a. Did Rick? Did you see this in the theaters? Yes, I did. Okay, so there's a there's a short called Bernie, which is sort of like the Rosencrantz Gunston or dead of Wally. While Wally's doing doing things on the spaceship, it's causing destructive things for this little droid repair droid that's stuck on the outside of the ship. Okay. So you're seeing, like, the real events, and then Bernie kind of stuck trying to go, eh, you know, get back in. So it's kind of... Okay, that's cool. And so it's a funny little bit. <laughs> uh, and there's, of course, commentary. And I already found two Easter eggs on it. There's a whole thing about the geeks of Pixar and, to, and talking to the guys about showing them in their offices with all the toys they have and what the particular... Where was the Easter egg? It's on the first menu, on the main okay. menu. But Disney has been really, especially now they're doing this, really pushing that Disney file digital copy thing, which I think Lon and I talked about a while ago. How was this one where they have a copy that you can put onto your iPod or whatever? Yeah, so you can put it onto your iPod and there's a thing with a disc. So they're trying to figure out, when they did um, Nightmare Before Christmas as a three-disc edition, basically, it was like a book and you opened it up and it was, you know, it looked like a bookend in some ways. So this, they're trying to... uh, 
So you slide out one side uh-huh. and have uh, have that now on the other. So it's actually, instead of being just a, a what it is, instead of being, so for those listening. So you one side out and it's yeah. open gullwing like on the left-hand side. It's to like a DeLorean. DVD. It's yeah. like a DVD, DeLore- DeLorean DVD And case. now the other side you pulled open, there's some paper It's like a drawer there. box. Well, there's a big thing, a whole, you know, the economy. There's a whole bunch of coupons for different products that are associated with Disney. Wow. But the hot, like wow. vacuums. Is there a Slurpee? Because that was all about Slurpees. Wasn't uh, it? Here, save a dollar on Sylvania Energy Star qualified CFL light bulbs. That's not so a Slurpee. No, there's coupons. But a Slurpee, uh, there's no. a Minute Maid juice. They want stuff. you to avoid the world that Wally portrays. Yes, the, okay. the, by, the by and large world. So then it's got two nestled oh, in there together. Oh, copy disc. Jeez, disc yeah. three. Where do people What's have the, the time to that? watch all that stuff? Let me see. Yeah, so that's what I feel is I, so I don't know. That's why I've asked about the digital files before. It's like if you got that far as to buying the DVD, why don't you just watch in the DVD? Because again, you, you I like to watch Wally while you're working out at the gym on your on the stairmaster. And you I know. guess no, I could I could see that I could see that yes, but I don't. You really want to watch a touching robot animated film no, while you're no, I don't. sweating to the oldies. I don't I don't exercise. <clears throat> They're flipping the lights on and off. Yeah, I know that's their. That's their that means so, they haven't paid the bills. Well, that so. means that we're just about done, which is okay because we're just about done, really. And uh, let me, if you didn't see Wally in the theaters, you missed one heck of a great film. And this DVD, and now you can see it on the DVD. And the transfer is great; it's just as crisp. And in fact, I was talking with a coworker earlier today, and the only th- movie you know, I showed her a little of this, and she said, "Oh, that's good." She had she had the Blu-ray. She was waiting for the Blu-ray edition of this. And one thing she topped, which I really didn't talk about when it first came out, but which I noticed on the regular DVD was a fantastic transfer, Speed Racer. Oh. Speed Racer on DVD is astounding. And you know, she never got even, around to seeing that in the She theater. said it's even better on Blu-ray. And you okay. have a Blu-ray player, do. don't you? So, absolutely. I hear it's even better on Peyote. <laughs> <laughs> well, but anyways, I leave uh, that to you to right. experiment with. Okay? Look it up online, mm. kids. All righty. So thanks, Uncle Lon, for that important tip. Uh, I, of course, we're going to remind you that we are fr- we are podcasting from Elusive Comics and Games, 2725 El Camino Real Suite 104 in Santa Clara. Where they close at 9 o'clock on Wednesdays. They do, so get the heck out. We, you know, Someday when we get started earlier, we won't. they won't shut us, lock us in. Anyway, this is Derek McCaw, Editor-in-Chief of FanboyPlanet.com. Welcome back, Derek! Thanks. If you have any questions, comments, or compliments, write into editor at FanboyPlanet.com. This is Lon Lopez. Uh, glad to have somebody who's serious back on the podcast. And I'm Michael Goodson, and I'm Rick Bretsnyder, reminding you. Wow, it's like you were two different people. <laughs> reminding you to use your powers, use your powers only, only for, for good. Kermy. <laughs> And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com. It would be bad form yeah. to talk about it. So Good what, call. But what Mon if, what Mon if, is so good with these subtle... 
velvet glove reference. Wait, Lon Lopez? <laughs> what if we no, 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 sneak it in underneath the radar? Lon Lon Lopez? <laughs> what if of a we country set that it up? doesn't have radar technology? What if we set Liberia? it up like we were gonna talk about it, and then we give a different reason for why it was no, because no. no. instead Michael's Mormon. What? <clears throat> what? I don't Well, hopefully they'll have a double feature with that Equus. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Anybody else get that? Lon read a, Lon, Lon read a headline. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Naked Harry Potter. Anyway, anyway nobody knows. Where the you know, Reed Richards needs to keep an eye on that chick because yeah, she gets, she does a lot of bonding with everybody. With so. alien, alien artifacts. She does, well... Uh, so Reed, you gotta it. control your woman, okay? Uh, no, I don't think they're actually back together right now. It's called now the pimp hand, right? They're, and yours can stretch. Well, they're not hey, married hey, in the ultimate no. universe. When infidelity happens, do not blame the husband. That is That's wrong. That's what I'm in saying. Fact, you should blame the lying, cheating bastard that had sex with a married woman. What? Moving right along. Oh, the... <laughs> like how I did that? Yeah. Nice, yeah, ninja. That was, that was good. That was good. <laughs> Thanks. I feel that <laughs> something either really nice or really wrong has just happened here in the bonding I think, of Michael and I think we both just Lon. became terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like when two bad guys are in, in wrestling team up. I feel this is like Marvel vil- villain team up just yeah, happened like, in front of me. Submariner All I know is it just Dr. took me a second to catch it. Doctor Doom and the Mole Man. Ooh, together again. So Ooh. you. So no, no, no. I'll go. I'll segue back in. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're back. The, the only Skull one. Kill Crew takes a whole new turn. <laughs> yes. Oh, they kind of do actually, but uh, oh, good. No, but uh, Ant Man is you know the only one left who's yeah. she's seeing all the plan or whatever. So he's got to sneak around and get all the information out. So, of course, he latches on to the scroll queen who's basically impersonating Spider-Woman. Yes. Yeah. So he's, like, hid under her breasts. Didn't you uh, ever w- read his series? <coughs> no, I haven't. But the he, was whole, like, he would, like, s- sit up on the top of a shower stall in the Avengers why, Mansion and watch <laughs> all the girls. That's why he's the irredeemable. Right. My, but yeah. he just, hey, he's oh, talking. thanks, you unplugged me. But he's just talking the whole time about. Why? Because I said so. No, he's trying he's, to disorient you. Don't let him get to you. Uh, You're going to fall over? Anyway, go ahead. I, it's it's good. Get you okay, you can do it. Whatever. Yeah, it's, it's fine. Let's do this thing. Ready? Mm-hmm. Do you have an opening? Oh, no, I didn't. Um,